This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. How you doing? How's everything going? No, he can come and sit in here too if he wants. <laughs> you waved him off. That was real nice, man. Don't encourage him. Be a bad idea. No, but he is more than welcome to sit in here. We we know sitting hey, out there Dan. by himself. Yeah. Come on in. Yeah, Dave, come on in. We don't Cowboy Dan. Sitting out there by yourself, all the rest you of it. Those? As long as those work. What's your name? Brittany. Hi, Brittany. Hi, Hi Dave. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. God, I was trying to think. The last time I saw you in studio, I was working. I, I did a morning show here for 40, about 37 years in, in Minneapolis. And you came into the studio probably 20 years ago. I bet you it was that long ago. I don't think I was in. I don't think so. Oh, you came in studio one time, I remember. Yes. I haven't been, the first time I played here was like last year. How you doing? First time ever? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Hey, Jay, yeah, can you get it. right up on that microphone in front of you, bud? Hey, no. There it is. Oh, listen hey, to that no. velvety voice. When's yeah. Beetlejuice come out? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Beetlejuice already come out? How you doing? How's I everything? thought he died. Beetlejuice? The, I thought he died, too. The guy from the Howard Stern show? Oh, oh him. Yeah, yeah oh, that's yeah. a different yeah. guy. God, Thankfully, Howard. no. How's Howard doing? Is he still wearing a mask at the house? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, suited up and stayed home, man. It was weird. So how, everything's been good? Yeah, man. Everything's great. I'm glad to hear that. We're, same with us, too. We're doing this uh, now is a whole different a whole different deal. After I started doing a show when I was 18 years old, a, a talk show on, on the radio. Oh, I've read your file, Tom. Oh, wait, 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 wait. By file? What do you mean by file? You're a legend, dude. You have a oh, Yorkie? No, but I wish. There's a Yorkie on you. Oh, yeah. Somebody gave me the sticker. I thought it was cute. I, love I wish. I wish I had. I have a Yorkie. I had one growing up. What's yours named? Mabel. Oh, that's Oh, Mabel. So if you put a bag on the ground, she crawls inside it. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Backpack, yeah. Backpack, paper bag. Like a purse you'd get right in. She's right in it. She oh, loves to travel. Okay, like here we go. We had one named Zoe growing up that's good. in love. Now I have big, huge dogs I that I run Yorkies. with. I love Yorkies. They're always like little pepper pots. I know, they are indeed so cute, and they'll like sleep right on your shoulder. Like I might always curled up right there. Mine's on the right here. Oh, my bicep. Yeah. Okay, you guys are pissing off Jude now. Well, Jude's we bigger than a Yorkie. Yeah, not much. No, yeah, not much. We've had the same dog now for about ten years, my wife and me. What kind of dog is Jude? Cavalier King Charles. Oh, I love King Charles. They're so fancy. You know what? Well, you know what's amazing about this dog though, because we have we have these seats. Uh, in, our, in our house. You have seats watch. in your house, Tom? Well, I mean, like theater <laughs> seats. Down? I should have said theater <laughs> seats, pretty, yeah. Pretty yeah, tight. you know what? I kind of skipped really, over you're one. You're doing it right part. for yourself. What a We're going to get a table next, which is going to be phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, be but you don't want to be a show-off, you know? Well, that's exactly right. <laughs> but, yeah, we have, we have like four theater, theater seats. We've got eight total theater seats downstairs, and we sit down <laughs> and watch television because a, a couple hours maybe here and there. And my wife has to sit in the one... Uh, two two seats to my right, and then Jude sits in the one in the middle, and then I sit on the one on the left. We cannot move around. You will sit here, and you will sit there, and then I'm gonna sit in the middle seat. Jude, Jude, getting really pushy. My Yorkie's 17 years old. Oh, 17, really? Mabel. Jude's 11. That's her flapping her tongue. That's saying I was ready for bed. She's got the lack of teeth. Little, Is that what she has? No teeth oh. to hold it in. Oh, I love that. Little Mabes. Mabe, Mabe. Little Mabel. I love the white. 
I had an assistant once say, I think Mabel makes fun of you by calling you by your name. (laughs) Okay, John. Okay. I like when you learn people's dog voices on Zoom when they don't know they're unmuted. Sure. You just hear like, oh, who wants a treat? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of that. It's like, Harold, your mic is on. Oh, Oh, who wants a treat? Little little puppy. I like it when people go, little puppy. The babies. That's a good look. Oh, hello. Ladies and gentlemen, Friday, May 5th, which is today, and Saturday, May 6th, which is tomorrow. Two shows on Friday, two shows on Saturday. House of Comedy, Mall of America. I love that venue. I do. I love that venue. It's a great you, club. Plus, you can buy whatever the hell you want. You don't have to go outside. Yeah. So yeah. that's good. Ride the roller coaster, House of Mirrors. Get a right. tattoo. Mm-hmm. You can also get stabbed. It'll buy, be wonderful. Buy some seats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can buy some seats. Buy some seats. We learned that Tom has chairs in his house. I have, we have, yeah, we have eight chairs. Eight chairs. They're all lined up. One's like, you know, a little higher than the other. It's really unbelievable. It's an amazing situation. <laughs> I'll be over at noon. You can be over anytime. I'm because I am going home right after this. On Fridays, they get to go home early, so I'm very happy about that. Do I have to bend over the whole show? Can't you like turn it up? You uh, actually, Brittany can. Yeah, I was wondering what you were doing, like crunched yeah, down. Yeah, because so you're like, what's mic? going on? Here, we got to get some pictures. There, here's Jay Moore. You know what I? <laughs> yeah, that looks like yeah. really uncomfortable. Don't we have another? Then you're blocking the the video feed. Okay, I'll. Yeah, way that. to go. Typical. It's okay. I got new hair. I want to lean into it. Did you even get a microphone? No. You didn't, did you? I don't need one. Why not? Because he's loud. What if I want to talk to you for an extended period of time? Cowboy Dan. Cowboy Dan. I saw the hat. So, Cowboy Dan, where are you from? I live in L.A. now. You live in L.A.? I was born in L.A., moved away young. Oh, you did? You moved away? Yeah. Did you go to prison? Uh, Been there a time. (laughs) He's got the look, man. You can't come with me to Canada. Uh, I'm just telling you flat out, where I grew up, Dan would fit right in. <laughs> they no wouldn't let him in Canada. No? I, no. So, see, we'll just stay away from it. We won't even ask you why you ended up in prison, Dan. It'll be great. He's a pyro. Are you really a pyro? You like to light stuff up? <laughs> you know, it's a very sexual thing. Did you know that, by the Whoa. way? Pyromania is a very, very sexual deal. In other words, if you start something on fire, it means you haven't been laid in about two years. That's true. I'm not making that up. Why are you staring at me like this? Look at me like, do I have to sit here? (laughs) You're all that fired up about it. Now, oh, so now you didn't get it. Do you want the other mic that he had? That's okay. He's the important one here. Well, no, you're all important. Whoops, your earpiece just fell off. Oh, don't worry about it. I Jeez, you guys are a mess. I know. You guys? Why me? What two. Oh, those two, yeah. Okay. No, you're the man. So in any case, ladies and we gentlemen. We just squeeze these people out. Me and you would have a great time. <laughs> That'd be a whole different setup, exactly. <laughs> well, so that's good because I've been a fan for years. Thanks, be, I suppose people tell you that all the time, though, don't they? Not enough. Where did you first break through and how long ago was that? Well, I started doing stand-up at 16 yeah, in New Jersey. Is, uh, yeah. But it was like the comedy boom. It's like, you know. In that in that book, Outliers, it's they explain like how everything has to overlay right. and the interlocking of all these different Lego pieces have to click together. Like the comedy boom in like the late '80s and early '90s was insane. There was just was. comedy everywhere. So right when you did stand up comedy, people were like, "Well, come with us." I did stand up on a Sunday for the first time, and then people said, "What are you doing Wednesday? Come with us. We're gonna all be at Hackensack." And then on Wednesday, they said, what are you doing Saturday? So all, then, boom, right away, I found my tribe. That's great. And then I was, you know, 22 miles from Manhattan. So then the natural progression right. was to go to Manhattan and then um, started driving, like, to Buffalo, New York, eight hours for 50 bucks. That's, yeah, oh, yeah. I think that's missing these days from up-and-coming <laughs> comics. They just want to, you know, edit clips on Instagram and... 
They don't know what it's like to just put in that road work. Uh, and then I uh, started doing stand-up. I got a job on MTV, and then Saturday Night Live was the, yeah, the big like the big you've one. been knighted. Like you, you have I a suppose. you have a line on you. You have an intro for the rest of your life. You know, I, if I do the great. Tonight Show, it's still my introduction. Oh, I could see that. Absolutely. And I was never a cast member. I was a featured performer, right. and then but it's still like this next guy. It's a, you know, it's like being governor, Tom. You know, when you're done being governor, they still introduce you as, you know, governor. Yeah, you are still a president, governor. Yeah, you're Governor, you right. want some more coffee? You know. No, you're right. You're yeah. absolutely right about that. It's, it's, it's really legitimate. It's, I think it's very cool, though. Yeah, and then Jerry Maguire, of course, is just yeah. when the levee broke, I guess. That was a hell, of a hell of a movie. My first movie. It was your first movie. I auditioned to be the quarterback first, and then in my audition, I completely blew my southern accent. It was really I was just all over the ice, and I could, I'm really good at voices and dialects. <laughs> And I was like, well, I'll tell you one thing about that. Just sounded like a NASCAR driver. <laughs> and we got to get a rubber side down. That's our ambulance. And then uh, after I blew, th I still got a call back. And then I blew that one. And they said while I was still in the room, you know, do you know the part of the male nanny? And I said, yeah, because the script was fantastic. <laughs> and I said, sure. And they said, well, one of you, can you read for that? I said, yeah, whatever. Like, I'll do anything in this movie. Mm -hmm. And they said, well, the sides are out in the hallway. You, we'll give you like a couple minutes to just look at it and come back in. But the, here's the, the outlying situation was in that, in the audition scene and in the movie, there's a part where Tom Cruise is about to go out with Renee Zellweger and the male nanny goes, but I want you to use this. And you think he's going to hand him a condom right. and he hands him a, a cassette of, he goes, John Coltrane, Miles Davis, live... I had that cassette. <laughs> Did you? So all the dialogue, the Cameron Crowe dialogue, two masters of jazz, but, but with Cannibal Adderley on alto sax and an 18-year-old Philly Joe Jones on drums. I knew all that because I, I was a jazz head. So it, just by law, just luck, I actually knew. So I memorized it. And I just walked right back in the room. I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. So even if I went off script, I was still describing how I felt about that cassette, that CD. And then uh, when I was done with that, uh, they were all just really quiet, like standing around. I remember Jim Brooks was leaning against his desk and he goes, how about sugar? And I remember everybody else just kind of nodded like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like nobody else wanted to bring it up. Uh, and then they gave me a week to learn the Bob Sugar part. And then I learned after the fact, the reason they were all quiet was because they already had an offer out to Owen Wilson because they did Bottle Rocket oh, yeah, with yeah. Jim Brooks. Mm. So they had to rescind his offer, Ooh. which never happens. So you so, get along really well with him now, I bet. I never, I never, I never met Owen Wilson, <laughs> but I, I, I would love to meet him. Like, what are we doing? I'm just hanging with Tom and talking about chairs and seats. <laughs> yeah, see, this could be Owen Wilson, not me. This Think about is, this. This is great. It could have been much better than You've it been is doing right this now. so long, Tom. It's just great. Fifty-two years, man. Really? Fifty-two. You look years great, buddy. For me. I, I was a power lifter for many, many years. Hey, look, I mean, we all realize Power that lifter, anyway. eh? I was for a long, long time. Is that man. bad for the heart? Uh, that's why I have lost so far now like 75 pounds. Good job. Yeah, you, can't, you cannot carry that weight around. Once you, I'm 71 years old now. How'd so, you lose the weight? Because I just lost 35. No, you look great. Oh, you I was look, fat. I could put my hands in my pockets <laughs> naked. <laughs> <laughs> I was disgusted. That's a good line. Now, wait a minute. Is that, that your is line? A good line? Cowboy Dan would take pictures of me from the side of the stage, <laughs> and I would look at the pictures and be like, no, that's impossible. I know. Isn't like, I'm that, that guy? I'm my dad? Isn't that? Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Absolutely. And then I lost all my hair, lost my teeth. Look. 
Oh my God. That'll happen. Yeah. Isn't that nice they can do that now, by the way? Yeah, and they're like, when are you going to go and get your root canal and get the tooth? I'm like, I'm good. Wow. Why I got, would yeah. you? I got the flipper. That's perfect. These we are did. all implants. I'm just tired of sitting in the guy's chair. I know, For right? For all three of you, we learned something this morning that this fits right in. 36% of people never brush their teeth. Yeah, 36. I in had the morning. no idea. In the morning. Well, yeah. they, that means they never do. That's probably My problem right. was at night before bed. I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I say, I'm not doing that. I understand. It all works out. I made my bed for the first time 50 years old in rehab. First you, time I ever made my bed was at 50 because I had to or I wouldn't get my ice cream sandwich. Yeah. When they, did you go to rehab? 2021. 2020. Oh, Two you years, one month, 23 days. Do you have any problem with it? I, it's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Me too. It's like a timeout for you. Went. I just stopped drinking. I didn't go to rehab. Oh, it's I, like, I, I it's like a to, timeout for adults. Give me your phone. You can't have it for a month. I Sit agree, down. Yeah. Shut up. You get what you get. You don't get upset. And if you're a good boy, I'll give you the ice cream sandwich. You want to watch TV? One hour. Then you got to go back to your room like a good boy. Sit but I needed it because I was I was a baby. Do you still go through like AA and that kind of stuff? I I, I rock. Some, some I rock people a, do. I rock a program. That's, yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's helping you it's out. The obviously. greatest thing. It's I've wanted this my whole life. If I don't show up, everybody asked me where I was. It also opens a whole new deal because if you don't have a great story about going to a rehab meeting, then you're going to the wrong meetings because there are some stories, oh, my God. An intervention is like the worst surprise party ever. Oh. <laughs> I suppose it is, You walk yeah. in a room and everyone you love and like haven't seen, you're like, hey, Alex, hey, oh, no. <laughs> See, what's wrong with that? I'm telling you, it's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. I went to an all me men's too. Christian rehab, beans, rice, and oh, Jesus you? Christ. <laughs> I didn't have the heart to tell him. I don't think. Uh, I, like I don't think every. I don't think my recovery. There's a, a a verse in the Bible that's directly correlated to what I'm going through today. But you're fine. Don't worry about though, my roommate's bothering me. My roommate in rehab was an arsonist. He did. Oh. He did 11 years in prison for arson manslaughter, and there was me. A nightstand and Armando, and there was a candle on the nightstand, but separating me and the arsonist. A candle? A candle. That's a great move. They That's were just daring great. this guy to light me on fire. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I went to an AA meeting was a long time, because I don't, you know, it, it wasn't hard for me to stop drinking. I don't know why. I was just, well, it was explained to me, You're actually. Lucky. Yeah. yeah, I'm very, very lucky in that situation. Um, I was asked by, I don't know, are you a hockey fan at all? Yeah, sure. You ever heard the name Louie Nanny, legendary yeah. hockey player? legendary he once asked me tom what because it's been like 11 years since i stopped drinking something like that at the suggestion of this this woman she's really pretty and she's married to me oh <laughs> it's kind of a suggestion sure if you know what i'm saying like how they suggest if you leave an airplane to wear a parachute <laughs> yes, exactly. that's, our suggestion. that's exactly what i'm talking about right there that's 100 percent what i'm talking about <laughs> No, I lost my. <laughs> so Louie Nanny one time he's going, hey Tom, we're all at dinner with our wives and everything. He goes, Tom, it's been how many long years? This last year, or so I said oh, it's been ten years since I stopped drinking. He goes, so what do you think is the biggest difference in your life right now? And I said, you want to know the truth? And he goes, yeah. I said, I'm nowhere near as big a prick as I used to be. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, stop being selfish. I think that's exactly right because that is all about being self. Like I actually care about other people. And yep. I got to get out of myself. I got to. I got to get to my God before my mind gets to me every morning. Because if I run the show, it's all over. <laughs> it ain't gonna work too well. Yeah. It's just where, where do I get I more pills? That. I was a pill billy. 
Oh, you were. Why else? Look, that's what the little pocket on your jeans is for, yeah, anyway. That, yeah, that little tuck pocket. Yeah, oh, the drug sniffing right. dogs, they don't care about pills. Don't you have a stopwatch you need to put in there? No, my fob. <laughs> your fob. My pocket your fob. fob. Your pocket fob in there. I'm a real dandy. Well, what time is it? Well, the train from Yuma comes at 310. <laughs> Off with their head. Seize him. One of my favorite experiences, we're at an AA meeting one time, and there is a guy in there. And I'm telling you, nailed Elvis Presley. Had the hair, had the clothes. Looked, he looked just like Elvis Presley. I, he was in love with that look, apparently. And we're going through the meeting, and I could see he's getting really agitated. Mm-hmm. You know, you people it's like start shifting in their chair, and they're constantly moving around. And, all that stuff. and finally, at one point, he stands up, and he goes, You sons of bitches, you don't understand one thing. I love being a drunk. Like whoa! Yeah, we all do. Yeah. Okay, Elvis, settle down. Which which album is that off of? <laughs> yeah, which album? Wasn't Love Me Tender? I guarantee you that. It's off of Blue Hawaii. Yeah, it's probably Blue Hawaii. That's probably true. Wow. Usually no. those are newcomers that start shifting and twitching. Oh, I'll do Zoom God. meetings, and it's like the cameras off. They're like they put in the chat, like "Sorry, I was late." It's like didn't notice. Could we? You'd have to come under a different name though, and it'd have to be on the phone. Somebody would. Telling stories about things that you've experienced in AA meetings, there are so many great well, it's stories. like I'll sit in a meeting and be oh. like, because I do like three a day. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, it's where all my friends are. Hey, good for you. And I love it. And then I'll just be like, all right, this is enough. I'm a little AA'd out. You know? yeah. And then that's when a woman behind me goes, hi, I'm Michelle. I'm a sex addict. I'm like, what's that now? What's going on? Oh, this is a good meeting. Good meeting. <laughs> Keep coming back. I'll be back. You going to be here tomorrow? Because you know, we got to help the newcomers. <laughs> Yes, I understand that. You know how grown-ups show they love each other, Michelle? (laughs) (laughs) Now, what time do you guys have to leave? Because I I, I don't want to stretch out your stuff to them. Do you you have to get going? I got a Zoom meeting at 10 that I can do from my phone, so we're all right. We're good to go? Yeah. Guys, it'd be great to have you around. About 9.30 is be good? Okay, because... Do you want to push? We can push back Phil and Kent if you want. For another, you, for another 10. And okay. then, yeah, that's cool. Because these guys got to roll around 9.30, then we can get those guys on. Talking about TV's Phil Mackey? TV's Phil Mackey. Yeah. Yep, that's mm-hmm. exactly right. Oh, TV's push that guy own. back. I don't know, man. There you go. You know how he gets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know how he gets. Um, so what about the break? What should I do? Oh, we should do the break right now. We'll okay, come I'll back, we'll come back right with now. Jay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, hey, wait, now. I'm going to make sure I get this one right. Are you coloring, Brittany? No, that's not mine. That's somebody else's. I can't multitask that well. All right, we'll be right back in just a couple seconds. Jay Moore in town, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight and tomorrow night, two shows. Friday, two shows on Saturday, House of Comedy of Mall of America. Right back. More with Jay Moore. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids, a cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created 
and legends are made. Hi, this is Tom Bernard. If you've been listening, you know I'm a fan of Nissan vehicles. I own my Altima. My son and daughter-in-law both own Nissans, and we bought them all at Walls and Nissan stores here in the Metro. They hang their hats in Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids. So why is Walls or Nissan different than other Nissan stores, and why should you absolutely go there this month and tell them I personally sent you to lease or buy your next vehicle? First, there's Walzer Care, a complimentary powertrain warranty that will keep you covered for miles to come for free at Walzer Nissan. That's peace of mind, and this month you can score 0% financing for up to 60 months on select Nissans, or you can lease the 2023 Nissan Pathfinders for only $269 per month. You need to tell them you want the Tommy B deal, of course. That's understood. So not just Nissan, but Walzer Nissan, Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids. Don't forget to let them know the Tom Bernard family sent you. And ask for the Tommy B deal. Go to walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. I took my mom to swim with dolphins. It was like 20 years ago. I had a lot of money at the time, and I'm like, come on, we're going to go to the Bahamas. Just me and mommy, because then she'll like me more than my sisters. And, and they go, Jeannie, you have Dottie. That's your dolphin, is Dottie. And like, Price is Right, they do like this wave, and like beaded fancy curtains open, and like, dun, 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 like the music plays, and Dottie comes out. And with me, they go, all right, JJ, you get chipper. And like, Enter Sandman starts playing by Metallica. And the bullpen door, Yankee Stadium opens, and this wall of waters come at me. He's gonna run right through me. I'm gonna get killed by a dolphin. This isn't an encounter. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, Jay Moore in studio. It's Cowboy Dan's favorite bit. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw never, him. I, I never do him. it. Like, I always forget to do it because I'm, I'm, yeah. I was watching him the whole time I was running. You're right. It's his favorite. It just started giggling right away, which <laughs> yeah, is nice uh, ambiance. The dolphin encounter becomes very precarious as it progresses. and I suppose. Yeah. They get a little touchy and feely, did they? You could say that. That's what Ooh. I understand. You yeah. could say uh, somebody made me call him daddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I, I don't know how much cussing you do on the air. Yeah, you do whatever you want. I didn't know how to yell, hey, your dolphin's dick is stuck under my life vest. <laughs> See, it was well worth it. So all I got out yelling across the lagoon was, dolphin cock! <laughs> and the guy looked back at me and goes, that's right, buddy, dolphins rock! Yeah, dolphins rock! He and shows I was like, his tattoo. That's not what I'm saying! Yeah. They give you an 8x10 photo of your dolphin encounter for free. I love that. And it's uh, my mom's photo is... My mom, she had dementia at the time, and she's just sitting Aww. completely with it with this dolphin. They got their arms around each other. 
It's beautiful. And then right next to that is my photo. You can <laughs> you can barely see me because of all the white water. Yes, I understand that. Oh, no. I understand that completely. Oh, uh, Rudy, would you do me a favor? Yeah. I don't have the, the, the uh, intro for... for uh, Kilogram? And, 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 yeah, kill, I don't have the Kilibri one. Yeah, let me grab that for you. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. We got you. Baseball Rudy fans. looks like a wrestler. Yeah. He kind of does, doesn't he? He's got that yeah. wrestler look about him. Yeah, that's like, he looks, he looks like Emilio Estevez in breakfast. <laughs> yeah. oh, where'd he go? I'm also wearing a sweatsuit in here right now, too. So that, Oh, I yeah, noticed, honey. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's got the boner sweatpants on. <laughs> case how I know he, in case the strip club breaks out. <laughs> you know how I know he was never a wrestler? Because I worked out with wrestlers all the time, and they're all dead. Every one of them. Jesus, that's that sad, Tom. That's no, I'm just telling you, he's still a lot. Oh, that's part of the job, though, man. You ever hung out with wrestlers? I'm a wrestler. But I mean, like the big. He, yeah, you, you oh, like pro wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, pro yeah. I was just talking about like high school wrestling. No, no, high school wrestling is great. No, yeah, I'm those guys, their wrestling. hearts explode after a while. They're just doing like, they retire, then they're doing drywall in their house, and they choke on a Viking and die. They, that's pretty much the story right yeah. there, ladies and gentlemen. But. Yeah, it's, uh, Let me tell you something, Daddy. I've dined with King and Queen, and I've eaten in alleys with pork and beans. Love it. The I best. did love that stuff. I really did. Me too. From the time I was a little kid. I TiVo, TiVo. I record all of those. Like uh, I like TiVo still. I miss TiVo. That <laughs> beep, 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 exactly. Then you come home, it's like all your suggestions. You're like, I think my TiVo thinks I'm gay. <laughs> well, there it is. Tivo's Tivo thinks it's I'm gay. It's all, ho- it's all house hunters. Yeah. It's like Tivo, what Pretty are you trying much. to tell me? Boy, Tivo. Remember how did you actually have you had Tivo? Yeah, love I miss it. Did you watch them install it? Sort of. Yeah, I did. I, what are you talking? Seven, eight hundred wires? Holy Christ, there are wires everywhere. It's yeah, so like you're back in radio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's always that one room in radio that looks like a Kubrickian. It's like a Stanley Kubrick room. Indeed. It's just wires. And you're like, where do these go? They're like, uh, nobody knows. They're like, I don't know. It's very true. Yeah, it's like, this can't be good for my nuts. <laughs> no, no yeah. more ovaries in that building. It all works out in the end, ladies and gentlemen. Now, it's so great of you guys to come in. I, I, I did not expect you to come in. I heard you were coming to town and you were going to be on a show. Why wouldn't I come in? Well, I don't know. You know, it's, you guys get. You're a big shot. Roll through. Shit. <laughs> he goes, yeah, thank keep going, you. keep going. <laughs> I know, right? You're like, pause, pause. No, but it's great. You, I, I, I do always like, one again, in 1986, I took this job at KQRS across. I was there for 37 years. Right? That's where Steve Gorman is now. Yeah, that's where Steve Gorman is now. Yeah, that's exactly right. He's Steve still, and I, I've known Steve for Steve's years. Steve's a good dude. Yeah, he's an interesting guy. There's no doubt about that. But yeah, he, I left there in December, and then he took the job, I think, in what, February? Maybe? Oh, he slid into your spot? That oh, yeah, no. snake! <laughs> no, I got fired, so it was not a big deal. After well, 37 make, years, I got fired. It's because you're making too much, making too much money. That's like exactly you why I got fired. You were a salary cap too. hit. You are correct. It's like, That's what are we going to do about Ruben Sierra? He's killing us. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's very good, Jay. You're the first person that said you got fired, didn't you? Because yeah. of salary, making too much money. You got it. Yeah. So whatever works. Now I lost my damn. Fruit. They did you a favor. As they did old, do as me my favor. old manager used to say, "You should send them a fruit basket." <laughs> They still send fruit baskets. That my like old manager 40. probably does. When like I made, 40 you want to hear a Schnorr story? When I made amends to my manager, I go, and I uh, hope you'll tell me, if, is there any way I can make it up to you? He goes, did you bring a checkbook? <laughs> like, oh, my God. Way to break the stereotype. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need your apology. Like, did you, I'm like, me? Me bring a checkbook? Just in the memo, right? Sorry, my bad. No, I think it's the other way around, but I, as he taught me, I got to sit there and take it. Yeah. No matter what they say, yeah. you just got to listen. That's I don't like the fact enough. that this has come to an end now. This is, it should never have ended. 
He's just going on and on and on. Yeah. Well, I'm, a, you know, I'll call in whatever you want. Oh, God, I'd love you to call yeah. in. Yeah. You, you bring both of them with you? No. <laughs> no, I'm not Once going to Once we hit L.A., that. I cut him loose. That's it. He Go away. Get away from me. He's the best. Saved my life. No, I said... And I'm you want to hear a cowboy dance story? Yeah. I'd like, love to hear yeah. one. We're driving around Boston in this guy's car, and he goes, hey, are we near the history? <laughs> near the history? Oh, you mean the history of the town? Yeah, it's just like a, like there's a history location. Like, this, you want to go see the history? <laughs> yeah. We're on the corner of history. Were you talking about the little <laughs> plaques that they put in the sidewalk? No, he just, you're giving oh, he too just much made- credit. <laughs> yeah, Tom's trying to All sew right. this up let me, nicely. Let me, let me start Let me t- Let me start it with a better one. We're on the airplane watching uh, Tora, Tora, Tora. Oh, sure. And I go, I didn't like the movie. Half of it's in Japanese with no subtitles. And he goes, oh, I didn't notice. <laughs> that's, cowboy Dan. My that's my guy. sponsor. Yeah. So like Cowboy that. Dan, do you know what Torah means? No. Torah, Torah, Torah. You, you know what that means. He, trust me. He doesn't. He does not know. <laughs> I, asked, I asked him once, I go, how do you know nothing? And he looks at me, he goes, I went through two windshields, Jack. That'll do it. There's a, can I see the scar? You got one on top yeah. of the head? Oh, no, there it is right there. Yeah, baby. He looks like Dylan Not Brooks. <laughs> what, uh, what's Torah Torah mean? Attack, attack, attack. Oh, okay. That makes Torah, sense. Torah Torah means attack, They couldn't attack, drop that attack. in subtitles? Well, that's what I was thinking, you know. Rehab, they always have the subtitles on TV. They, like, no, they just true. want to read TV. I remember when I, was in, when I was in detox, I was in there with one other guy that was a fentanyl addict, and he, oh. watched, he watched The Dark Knight. Oh. Twice a day, every day, and on the fourth day, I came downstairs and I go, "Did you figure it out yet?" He goes, "Not yet." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was making a joke. And he was dead serious. His name was Steve. He goes, "Not yet." People who do a lot of drugs and drinks. <laughs> I never told that before. That's, you never heard me say that. That's so. He's just laying on the couch. He's like, "Not yet." They're Still different things. It. That's all I have to say, oh. man. But what an honor to have you guys in studio. Hey, Seriously, man, I love was, you, buddy. Thank you. That's very kind of you, Jay. I'm Come a on huge out fan. to the house of comedy. Great, great. Second show's a little light, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and Rudy's, Rudy's going to open for you, yeah, right? Yeah, Rudy's great. He was there last night. That's awesome. Yeah. Marvelous. I Here's how it went down. We're in uh, Brian's car, and uh, somebody calls from the club. They go, yeah, Rudy just bellied up to the bar. Should he feature? <laughs> That's exactly what happened. That's <laughs> I, right? Am I lying? Yeah. Hey, whatever no, works. Exactly. He, whatever works, you know, right? His exact words go... He goes, that would be great, because that's quality. That was his exact words. That's how he got this job, actually. Thank you. I haven't seen it yet. I'm just... Yeah, I mean, anyway, he watched the whole set yesterday. and still no, hasn't I seen it. I thought they were gonna laugh. I just sound like a jerk. He left I me on an island. God. You guys just staring at you. You guys left me on an island there. Jesus. No, no, no. I got you covered. Yeah. I, got, I was just thinking, you guys want to do a crossover? Because a crossover between you and Ken Herbeck would be pretty damn interesting. You baseball fan? Ken Herbeck. He took the E out. HR. Yeah, he did. HR. Ken Herbeck. Yeah. Ken Herbeck's what? with us right now. Oh, you guys got to talk a little oh while before God. you go. Huh? He got so excited. <laughs> yeah. Looks like a little kid right now. Rudy, whenever you want to tee him up. He's up, yep. Hey, Ken, I'm you up. there? I'm here. Jay Moore is in the <laughs> studio. Oh, my God. What's up, dude? <laughs> What's happening? Oh, you talk. I'm like starstruck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blushing. <laughs> Does he ever ask about me? <laughs> he said to me, he said, Tommy, when are you going to have Jay Moore on the show? He's one of the funniest guys in America. Kent Herbeck. I said, you're absolutely Damn. right. It's great to have you. Phil Mackey with us uh, from Score North as well. 
Uh, if you guys can, if you guys want to stay for, uh, as oh, long I'm not as going you anywhere. You brought in the man. All right. Well, then you two, I think Jay Moore and Ken Herbeck and Phil Mackey, the three of you, should do this sport. Yes, yes. Three titans of the sports and entertainment world: <laughs> Jay Moore, Ken Herbeck, and Phil Mackey. Yes, yeah. Kind of I falls off this. after the first one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jay, I didn't know you were that big a baseball fan. That's great. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's America. You got Ken Herbeck on the phone. Stop talking to me. <laughs> okay, I'll shut up. I'm going to sit back and listen. Go ahead. Take, take it off. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the Jay Moore Show with Ken Herbeck and Phil Mackey. Oh, that would be the best. Morning, gentlemen and ladies. Thank you. Thank you for that shout-out. No ladies here. It's just Miss Brittany. He was talking <laughs> hey, to me. Point. Yeah, good point. <laughs> oh, I do have to do the intro. I forgot. Mm-hmm. I got oh, to yeah. do the intro. Minnesota legend. Why do I always have to say this? Minnesota you legend. don't have to. He's a, yes, he's a I do. legend, period. <laughs> Yeah, you know. And both just, of our women's name is Jeannie. There you go. Uh, 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 not anymore. But former. anyway, <laughs> Ixnay AJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so... You know what, Ken? If you had 2,000 hits, maybe it would have worked out. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Herbeck gets attacked. What could be better than this? Hey, I've got 38 stolen bases. <laughs> 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 Just pulling the furniture behind you. This is exactly why I want to say this right now. 35 years ago, we started bringing comedians in to do the show because com- they radio never used to let comedians on. Yeah. 35 years ago, right? You know that. This is exactly why I said, no, 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 we got to get some comedians in here because of this happening. Oh, I, I'm so fired up for Ken Herbeck. <laughs> well, Herbeck's fired up just to hang out with you, too. Eh, probably He's not. never the same. Well, no, no. When he comes on, he, when it's just me. He goes, yeah, I suppose you want to talk about baseball. Huh? Yeah, whatever. Okay, I got like two minutes. <laughs> hey, but Herbie, no. why isn't Don Mattingly, Hall of Fame, yes or no? You can only have one syllable answer. May. Wow. B. May <laughs> <laughs> and B. Yeah. No, I mean, in your opinion, is he a Hall of Famer? If he is, I am. <laughs> you're out of your and mind. I'm not. Aren't you? And I'm a no. What? What are you talking about? He's got the same numbers as Kirby Puckett. So do I. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Look, I'm your hey, biggest I've got fan. One more RBI than Puck. <laughs> That's true. He does. This is unbelievable. You know, there is no, a guy. He was a great player, man. Manningly was a great player. I, I don't know if he was, you know, in the era. Yeah, I think you have to look at Hall of Fame guys, what they did during their era that they played in. And, you know, Donnie was definitely, you know, the 80s, early 90s. Best of the best. Who's going to yeah, win the batting exactly. title, Boggs or Mattingly, right? Yeah. And then and then yeah. Eddie Murray would come in and be like, neither, bitches, beat it. <laughs> God, I love baseball. I love it, too. Uh, I am a huge yeah. baseball fan. The Minnesota, oh, Minnesota Twins. It's a hard deal to do uh, to figure out who belongs in the Hall of Fame. You know, if you look up against numbers from back in the days when guys were driving in 175 runs, you don't see that anymore. But, um, yeah, I mean, Donnie was definitely one of the best out there when I played. I know that. I think, I, I think Herbie's right. Like, in baseball, it is hard because you can't do a numbers game because then you got guys like Clayton Kershaw who just got his 200th yeah. win. But that yeah. also puts a light on how impossible 300 wins is. But right. then also okay. in football, it's like one guy, Joe Namath, that doesn't belong in the Hall of It's like, really? He's got more interceptions and touchdowns, and I'm a Jets fan. And yeah. kind of brings. Yeah. And then they make guys like Jim Plunkett and Tom Flores wait because everybody hated Al Davis. I don't know if, you guys, I don't know if you guys <laughs> like other sports as well. 
Well, yeah. Skull. Talk about them all. All right, good. I don't know anything about hockey. I got no. I grew up in the inner city. There were, we didn't even have ice. Where'd you grow up? North Minneapolis. Oh yeah, it's a great spot. Great place to grow up. You know, that's all I'm saying. I you, <laughs> no, I'm just looking over. I, I want to make sure that I'm not keeping you too long. I won't I, let you. Just okay. I just want to make make sure. So Herbeck, what's up? What are we doing? Uh, <laughs> we're just we're just hanging out. We chat a little bit uh, a little bit of baseball here on the show with Mr. Mackey and and Mr. Bernard and. Uh, I'm not sure yeah, how I feel about your guy's career move to do radio and not talk. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's doing radio without talking. That's true. Come on, Phil, I, chime in. I actually, I, I actually do have a Don Mattingly question for Ken Herbeck. A very, very oh important Don Mattingly question. Okay. Did you ever think about growing a mustache like that during oh, your career? Yeah. And what oh, stopped you if I not? The, I had the porn stash going. For he had a while. the Dan Gladden. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Dan Gladden. Yeah, you had uh, early, early, early in your career. You had uh, did, in the major well, leagues. Did you ever have a mustache? I did. You did? Yeah. If you look on one of my baseball cards, and you could wipe it off with your finger, it would it, it, it disappeared real quick. <laughs> okay. It's by the way, it's amazing how much power the Yankees have. I mean, you get these guys. Like, remember Jason Giambi used to have a caveman beard with the Oakland Athletics, and then yep, you go to it. the Yankees, and they uh-huh. like they. They hand you a razor before your first contract. George Steinbrenner, you know, uh, misplaced narcissism. Hey, let me ask you this. In the the Twins Dome back in the day when they had all those seats stacked up in the outfield, what were, like, those trash bags they hung over the front of them? Like, it wasn't going to rain inside the dome. No, that was was the fence. That was the baggie. (laughs) It was the baggy. The baggy fence? It was a baggy fence. Yeah, it was baggy. Put, a, put a big, put a big 500 foot Dodge advertisement on it. And, right. Uh, right. Yeah. Big, plas- big, uh, big rubber plastic, whatever the heck it was. Uh, yeah. What was your favorite yeah. town, but, but, what was your but favorite town was... on the road to play in? Favorite town to play in? Or favorite park to play in? Like, where did you show up and just go, park. I got this made? I'm mashing here. Uh, well, I mean, there's parts you like to play in, but I sucked in them. There's a lot of those. <laughs> Um, I love probably, going to Boston. I, I was just going to say, York. I bet you were great on that pesky pole, boy. Just hook it, hook it around there. I, I really like the. Uh, I really like playing in in the old stadiums, Detroit, Comiskey, and Chicago. Um, you know, of course, going to Fenway was cool. I opened up my first game was in New York in the Yankee Stadium. Oh God, pretty mystique, pretty cool place. I like playing them all. Hey, if I was in the lineup, I like playing. Yeah, right? That's exactly it. Okay, should I re- uh, reveal to Jay and his buddies uh, what you did to me in 1987, uh, Kent Herbeck? Uh, very quickly. I just told the story a couple of weeks ago, but I'll run through it very quickly. Uh, I uh, love the Twins, always have. Went on this show I was talking about earlier, and it blew up. When it was the highest-rated morning show in America, as a matter of fact. It was huge, right? So I start chirping about the Twins one, one time, 87 or 88, somewhere in there, somewhere in that, that period. And I went after a couple of guys in the team pretty hard. And the rest of the team did not like that I went after their teammate pretty hard. And I went down in front of the Twins dugout, and not one player would look at me. They wouldn't even look at me. They were so pissed off at me. They didn't want, don't come near me, don't look at me. They wouldn't even. So what happens? Right in the middle of it, here comes Ken Herbeck, and he goes, Hey, Tommy, how you doing? <laughs> Just to point out what a prick I am. So I really appreciate that to this day, Kent. Well, you're, you're welcome. Now everybody knows who you are. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's exactly right. Think about the reach you have. Like, that's so rare that a guy on radio can talk 
trash about a team where the team's actually icing you at the stadium. Oh, honestly, guys, <laughs> that's, we had, that that's show, power. That show, we had a 30 share in the morning. It's it like Reggie Jackson huge. said, fans don't boo nobodies. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Fans don't. I love the that's Reggie Jackson true. quote when he hit the third home run in the World Series, and they asked him, what were you thinking as you were rounding the bases? And he goes, just the magnitude of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the magnitude of that. me. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. I remember Reg, Reggie told me one thing. Reggie would tell everybody a lot of things. Reggie liked to tell everybody things. <laughs> Reggie, Reggie told me one thing. He was asking about, I don't know, I was on a bum wheel. I was hurting or something one time, and he was there, and he says, oh, you got a bad leg? I says, yeah. He says, well, if you hit the ball far enough, you don't have to run. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So I always thought about that. That You know, that's pretty much true. Kent Herbeck. <laughs> I know you're talking to Kent Herbeck. What could be? Now I'd have to put up with this, by the way, for the next, like, six months. Every Friday is going to be, hey, I remember when Jay Moore was in there, he could appreciate talent. Remember that? <laughs> Come on, Kent. <laughs> I, got, I actually got to go. I got a Zoom meeting at 10. Oh, damn it. Jay, you got to come back, man. I will. I would love to. You Get guys, my number from this guy. and I, I, That's to. straight up. Like I'll Whenever you want, I'll just call. Well, we got Rudy in there, too. Mm. Huge fan. I'll see you at home, Brady. There's Look at that lid he's got on down <laughs> Give there. Give Mabel a hug for me. Great looking hat, Thank you, sir. Great looking hat. Thanks for chatting, Jay. Oh, you. by the way, uh, Kent just said thanks for chatting, Jay. You should probably pop your headphones on one more time. Great to see you. See you, bro. Kent. Oh, you good. Some amazing right. you Ken, Ken sends a hug through the through the, uh, so the headphones fun. here too. Yeah, yeah. Have a sent a hug. Thanks for coming, Ishi. <laughs> oh, absolutely. See you soon. You want to take a break here? We I, why don't we do that? We'll take a break here and then come back and do all the rest of this stuff. That'll be good. Um, can, you guys. Oh, I'm you good. guys. You yeah, uh, Did Phil have I'm to go? Good. I don't know about Phil. Phil probably left already. Oh no, yeah, I'm. Uh, oh, you're no, okay. I'm. I, I'm good. I'm good to go. Let's rock and roll. Oh, first so you place. can stay with us? Are the twins still in first place, or did you they? Know, did they? I'm telling you, honest to God, uh, losing two out of three to Chicago was a little upsetting for Uncle Tommy. Hey, hey, hey easy, easy, Tom, easy. Well, that's awfully glass half empty. I saw it as winning one of three against Chicago on the optimistic side. But oh, that's fine. You bring bring your oh, negativity. Yeah. Bring your negativity. Okay. Oh, who You're brought him wanna, up? You always want to bring drag players down and point out their shortcomings. I'm here to beef everybody up. <laughs> and then Kent comes in and goes, "Hi, Tom. How you doing?" <laughs> right after I, mean, I that, do. Hey, it. that means you're a fan when you're uh, when you're ragging and, and get pissed off when your team loses. That means you're a fan. I mean, yes, you're a hardcore fan, it does. right? It I mean, absolutely does. If you're upset that your team loses, yeah, it was a tough. It was a tough weekend for him, or a, a couple days there for him, but. You know what? They could easily lost all three of those games, but they hung it out. They stuck it out and ended up winning the game in 12 innings yesterday. I'm looking at, hey, they got one in a row. They're three and a half games up. What are we, a fifth of the way through the season so far? We're four games above 500. Um, you know, multiply that times four. That makes you 20 games over 500 if you keep uh, uh, keep going at, at it the way they are, and that puts you in a pretty good position. So, yeah, Math checks out to well. me. Yeah, yeah, quit being negative, yeah. Tom. Oh, so Tom's the one being negative. <laughs> yeah. I see how it's going. I mean, I could have could have used a base hit from Trevor Larnick once in the series, but other than that, I'm positive. I'm positive. Well, see, no, I would have to agree with you. I would have to agree. Can let me ask both of you this this question because I know you guys only got about a minute or two left, but but. I don't like that putting a guy on second base in the tenth inning. I am not a fan of that at all. You got to earn it, don't you? Uh, yeah. You know, that's another speed up deal. 
Yeah, I know, but implemented in the game. But no, I uh, I, I don't think anybody's a fan of it. Really? Actually, I'm going to raise my hand. Representing representing the millennial baseball fan here, someone who has the attention span of a gnat. I kind of <laughs> like it in the regular. I kind of like it in the regular season. Plus, it puts a little more urgency on. Hey, reliever, you're coming in. Got to be ready to, you know, make something happen. I think it, it it creates some fun urgency at the end of the game. But again, that's just me. I'm literally checking Instagram right now as I say that because I'm I'm always getting bored and sidetracked. It's my generation that ruined baseball. I'm sorry. No, oh, you didn't ruin baseball. Yes, you, you just did. changed some things. No, you ruined it. I like hey, I like I definitely like the, the the pitcher thing and the and the hitter being ready to go. Hey, let's go. Let's get in the box and play. You know, it turned into a show for a while where guys would take five minutes to walk up you know, on their walk-up song and be dancing around in the box and the pitcher's out there scratching everything he's got and walking around the rubber and blah, 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 and, and he ends up throwing a pitch, and five minutes later he throws another one. I mean, that got pretty sad. You know, somebody posted, I can't remember which reliever it was. I think it was it was a Dodgers reliever from a couple years ago, and someone posted a video, and they had they had two videos side-by-side. They had the relief pitch. This is from like this is before the rule changes. They had the relief pitcher throwing a pitch, and then they had on the other screen the Kentucky Derby starting, and the entire Kentucky Derby finished before this reliever threw his second pitch of the inning. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's not good necessarily, but you know, know. show me the show me the signs again. Step off the rubber. Look over to first. Show me the signs again. Right. Right. Well, hey, it'll give you a chance to channel surf while you're waiting in between pitches. What the heck? Yeah. Hey, I'm going to watch the, I'm going to watch the Kentucky Derby before this next pitch. You know what sure. I really enjoyed about today, honest to God, and I really did. Having Jay Moore in studio, uh, Rudy got a hold of him. Well, we worked with him last night uh, and asked him to come in. He said he would come in. I met Jay. I thought it was here, but it must have been in Chicago or something. I, I thought it was here, but he said he'd never been here until last year, and this was about 20 years ago. But to have a guy, I mean, look, he's got a huge podcast. He you know, does voiceover. He does movies, does television shows, all the rest of it. To see a guy that successful and that famous get so excited to hear about another guy who's successful and famous, honest to God, Kent, he was like a child when I told him you were on the phone. <laughs> It was hilarious. It was one. It made my heart feel. He's got to set his sights a little higher. (laughs) Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Sounds like he really wanted Don Mattingly to be on, actually. But uh, he settled for Herbie. Sounds like he might have been. Where where is he from originally? Do you know? Is he New Jersey? Yeah, he's he's an East Coast guy. Yeah, that's what brought up Don Mattingly, probably. But Mm -hmm. honest to God, Rudy, what a pleasant man. Best, isn't he? Just very, very pleasant guy. He was into it. He wants to come on the show a lot more. I, I just think. That listening to you guys talk and to see the look on his face, how excited he he was like a little nine year old boy talking to his baseball hero. Yeah, and if you want to see it, it'll be up on YouTube. So. Yeah, perfect, absolutely perfect. Yep. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I never get starstruck on stage, and last night when I was up about halfway through was when Jay got into town and got to the club. Oh, okay. I, I saw him in the back of the club, and I immediately like my brain was like, <laughs> "You suck! You're a hack! Why are you on stage? Get off the stage! You don't deserve to be up here." Jay Moore is in the same room as you. I love it. Uh, By the way, can we just? I I think it's dude, Rudy, you're opening for Jay Moore. Man. I know. Like, yeah, isn't that great? That's, How cool! That's awesome, dude. He's killing it this month. 
And here's the thing. I literally went to the club last night to have a drink and watch the show. And they were like, hey, by the way, our feature didn't come to town. Do you want to feature really? all weekend? I was like, wow. I'm in. Let's do this. Yeah. So this is why you always have what? Have have three to five minutes of material in your back pocket ready to rock and roll for that moment, right? Well, I was a half in the bag. And they're like, you got to do 20. I was like, all right. Sounds good. I guess we're going <laughs> to try to What if I just repeat happen? the same five minutes four times? Does anyone notice? But it'll there get better go. as yeah. I go. There you have it. All right, boys, we'll have a hell of a damn weekend. We got to win some games now. I don't like losing two out of three to Chicago. Got to be honest with you, but it was a good win yesterday. Hard it'll fought. Inter- it'll be interesting to see what they do in Cleveland. Apparently, Cleveland likes to steal bases, so there's going to oh, be some God, running yes. going on. That's all I hear about is that they like to run the bases. But uh, baseball's no, hilarious, man. Ba- all these new revelations in baseball. So teams are going to steal bases and get in the batter's box faster. And Herbie's like, uh, yeah, welcome to. How baseball was when I played. Yeah. In the very, 80s very and 90s. All right, boys, we'll, well talk to you next week, correct? Yes, indeed. I'll be there. I'll be here. I'll be someplace. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring in another, like, superstar to, to fawn all over you next week, too, okay? There we go. Thanks a lot, fellas. Have a good day. All right, boys right, and girls. Guys. Take care. Have a great weekend. Bye, Ladies and gentlemen, Minnesota legend Kent Herbeck Sports is brought to you by Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda at the ballpark up north or in your fridge. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Can't Herbeck brought to you by the... I, I love Killebrew Cream. So we, we have a case in the other room. It's wonderful stuff. We have to take a quick break, come back. Timmy Lammers will join us right after this. I'm never going to get over that segment. You know that, right? I was laughing so hard. That was a great... I Damn. just love the fact his enthusiasm for talking to Herbeck. Oh. And Herbeck was just great to him. I mean, that reminded me... I'll be honest with you. This reminds me of doing the, doing the queue like... To, 15 years ago. I mean, I was crying. That was so funny. Was he was really so good. excited. Jay Moore was, so, he looked like a he little was. kid. He was a little kid because he got to talk to Canada Herbeck. I love that, man. Yeah. All right, we'll take that break. You know, I've been saying I've been losing weight, and i got to tell you, I'm really impressed. The program offered by MNFatLoss.com. The team at MNFatLoss has figured out the secret to losing up to one pound of fat every day. I have lost 15 pounds. I said 15 pounds. And I've only been on the program for a few weeks. I'm feeling healthier and I've got more energy. The program is safe and effective. That's huge to me. You know me. I'm not going to count points or eat prepackaged meals. Certainly no hypnosis. Seriously, folks, if you want to lose 20 to 30 pounds in a month or two, you really ought to check out the program at mnfatloss.com. Of course, results may vary, but I'm losing weight. I feel great. And if I can do it, I damn well sure you can do it. If you want to find out the secret to losing 15 pounds just a few weeks, about a pound of fat every day, as a matter of fact, no exercise required, schedule a free consultation. All you have to do is call 763-312-7600 online at mnfatloss.com. Be sure to tell them Tom Bernard said to give mnfatloss.com a call. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. This is Tom. We have a new sponsor for the show, and it's a family business, which is my favorite kind of business. The owner lives here. His name is Tom Dean. I'm talking about two great businesses that are serving their customers as one, Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Whatever power sport or marine product you're looking for, it all starts at the lodge, Power Lodge. And it just so happens that both these stores are kicking off the warm outdoor season with a sale this week. During the power sale through Saturday, May 6th, with Power Lodge and Miller Marine, they're in Brainerd, Ramsey, Onamia, and Miller Marine, of course, is in St. Cloud. Save on all pontoons with entry-level brands starting at $19,999, and that includes pontoon, motor, and trailer. You're going to hear a lot 
about Power Lodge and Miller Marine from me in the coming months, which is a great thing, as a matter of fact. But during this week's Power Cell, go to any location, get some throttle therapy on land and water, millermarine.com and powerlodge.com, and you can tell them Tommy sent you. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. All right, and I'm not Tom Bernard, so I'd like to formally apologize for that. Timmy Lammers is on the phone. Uh, yeah, you Hello. hit up you hit up Guardians of the Galaxy this week. I did, I did, and when Tommy gets back, please have him read the intro with the Brad Sean Brown because yeah. I like I like getting paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you so know. do I. Yeah, you know. definitely. <laughs> Are either one of you a fan of the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, movies? Yeah, I've seen the first two and I like them quite a bit. It's one of those ones I go, those were so enjoyable when I see them. Love both of them, and then I rode the Guardians of the Galaxy at Disney a couple of weeks ago, and it. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. You were there. Yeah. How was that? Changed my life. Really? It's the best ride really? I've it's the best ride I've ever been on. What's, hands down. What song did you get? We got Yeah, the Conga song. I can't remember the name of it because most of those songs Gloria Estefan. Gloria Estefan. Yes. Yes. But what, her first big hit with the Miami Sound Machine. Yeah, yeah, but they do the yeah, they do switch it up. So depending on which time you go, because I think the second time we had gone, we got um well, I got a feeling that something ain't right. I forget all these names of these songs. Yeah, yeah. I'm just so scared I'm getting up fall well, out my great, chair. Yeah, that one. The great part about these movies is that James Gunn, the writer and director, picks the greatest songs, the greatest soundtracks. Yeah. Usually they're songs from the 70s. Um, you know, we get some more modern stuff in here, though, mixed in. The movie actually opens with Radiohead's Creep. Um, it's a darker movie, hmm. you know? Uh and 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 I think that I think they missed the mark with this one because younger audiences are going to see this movie, and there's some pretty dark stuff that kids I don't think should be exposed to. Well, it's kind of negative, I think. Well, it is negative. Hey, welcome back, Tom. Thank you. I had to uh, pee. I had to pee, man. You only get like two minutes, like every three hours in here. Yeah, well, there you go. you got to get one of those whizinators like the I people do. that are faking. Yes, there you, you are go. Just kind of, if, if you <laughs> look like you're relaxing, then I know what you're doing. Anyway, uh, I, I would like to mention that I am brought to you by, you know. Well, let me week. mention it for you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Tim Lammers, Movies, uh, brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyers, seeking justice for, for the injured. injured. Timmy Lammers and Michael. Boy, what do you yeah, well, who I was texting with last night because Michael had seen the film last night. I actually screened the film yesterday. And uh, we both feel the same way. Um, it, first of all, Tom, two and a half hours long. Now, which, so, one, yeah. which movie is this now? Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I have no interest in that whatsoever. <laughs> I, the, the usual words are, I'm out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But you're out with the superhero movies anyway. I don't but like superheroes. Yeah, so yeah. this one concentrates on a couple different things. First of all, um, Rocket Raccoon, voiced by Bradley Cooper, is, uh, we get his backstory, and it is really dark. Of course, he had mentioned early on that he was the subject of animal experiments, okay? So now we get to see that kind of stuff, and that's the sort of dark stuff that I'm like, 
why little kids i don't know that they need to see this because even though they're fake animals Brittany, i don't think you're going to do too well with this i've seen a clip. the animal lover that i am and i know you are yeah i thought you're not going to do too well with i've this. seen a clip and they're very cute and I'm so nervous to know what happens to them. So I don't want to know. The, the, the baby raccoons you're talking about? The, the or, baby, or... all the things. And they go like, yeah, well, if I had yeah. a day, my day would be floor. Because I get stuck on the floor. It's like so cute. I go, I don't want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. then if you don't want to know, you might want to avoid this movie. I don't want to know. I mean, and that's, that's what's baffling about this. Why James Gunn went down this dark path. Because... Again, it's not the audience. He has made these fun, light, and happy. But when you get a situation where we learn Groot, uh, Groot not Groot, uh, Rocket's backstory, and then he is almost fatally wounded, and they need to go back to the source of this experimentation in order to save his life, you get to see a lot of things. And again, it's shocking how dark they go with this. So that is one prong of the story. The other one is uh, Peter Quill, played by uh, Chris Pratt, thinks Gamora, played by Zoe Saldana, is dead. And she comes back, much to his surprise, but this is an earlier iteration of her, because you got to remember all the time travel stuff in the uh, Avengers films and all that. So she doesn't know him. She doesn't know the Guardians. She has no memory of them, because this is the Gamora before she met Peter Quill. So He's trying to connect with her because he's deeply in love with her. She doesn't know any of the Guardians, so there's problems there connecting. So those are the two main storylines that are going on in this film. So a lot of it is crash, boom, bang for a good hour and 45 minutes. And then the last 45, we get into the more emotional stuff because it has been announced that this is the last iteration of these guardians that we are going to see. And so there are some goodbyes. Okay. And so me and then lovely Mrs. Lamameter are both tearing up. So it's kind of weird. So on one hand, we got this really dark movie, but at the other hand, the last 45, the best 45 minutes of the movie, it gets really emotional and it re finally finally draws you in. But again, you're at the two and a half hour mark and that's the full two and a half hours because it has a mid end credit scene and then one after the end credits that you should see. So Marvel, they're smart, man. They get you for the full two and a half hours with this one. Yeah, it makes total sense. Is that everything, Pally? That is quickly, I uh, well, six out of 10 on the Lamameter. Oh yeah, you know, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, um, also quickly, recommendation, uh, Fatal Attraction is now a series on Paramount+. Plus. Really? You got Joshua Jackson and Lizzie Kaplan instead of Michael Douglas and Glenn Close. Uh, you know, try as they might, they're both great actors. I love them both, but right. it, it, they just don't have the weight of those two mm -hmm. actors in that original film. It's interesting enough. I'll probably keep watching it, but I just think this one was better left alone. But, you know, Indeed. look, I mean, Hollywood is bankrupt of originality, so it doesn't surprise me that, hey, let's remake Fatal Attraction as a series. You know, it's kind of that sort of thing. Yeah. No, I understand it completely. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you on Tuesday, correct? Tuesday on the Tom Bernard Family the family with on the Tom Bernard podcast. Yeah, there you go. There All you right. go, baby. All right. right, everybody have a great weekend.
Thanks a lot, Timmy. Hi, Tim. See ya. Timmy Lammers, ladies and gentlemen, brought to you by Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyers seeking justice for the injured. Look at that. We ran two minutes over. Are we going to have to charge him more? <clears throat> oh, yeah. I'm going to take two minutes off next week. I'm telling you, honestly, it's so great. That, that is the first time we've had a person of Jay Moore's stature in, in studio in about three years. Mm-hmm. Because of that whole pandemic thing and yeah. all that stuff, it just—it's so great to to have that as part of our lives again, and hopefully we can do that with a lot more people. But Jay Moore was very impressive. I will tell you that. How funny! Yeah. Oh, that made me—I was crying. That was so funny. What a funny guy! Thanks, Rudy. Great job. Absolutely. A great attitude. All right, we will uh, get her done for this week. We'll talk to you next week. Tom Bernard Show. Bye.